As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries Season 2, Episode 4. Hola a todos y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Marina. ¿Cómo estás, Marina? Muy bien. ¿Qué tal estás tú, Mark? Pues muy bien, muy contento de estar otra vez en el estudio contigo. Sí, es un placer, la verdad. We are back with another episode of Our Travel Diaries, and today we are visiting a very exciting place, a place where I have always wanted to go my entire life. It's been one of my dreams. Never got there yet, hopefully after um, restrictions are lifted, I'll be able to think about getting there. Marina, ¿a dónde vamos hoy? Hoy vamos a viajar a Machu Picchu. Perfecto. Como siempre, vamos a escuchar el texto y luego hablaremos del, pues de la gramática, del vocabulario y de todo lo interesante que hay en el texto. But first of all, we're going to listen to the text and then we'll talk about it afterwards. ¿Estamos listos? Estamos listos. Pues entonces, vamos a por ello. Nunca pensé que visitar Machu Picchu fuera tan complicado. Menos mal que Esteban era un loco de la organización y había planeado el viaje de P a Pa. Había barajado varias opciones y, como queríamos hacer un viaje de bajo presupuesto, cogimos la opción más dura. Nos despertamos pronto para tomar el minibusa hidroeléctrica, donde caminamos algo más de 10 kilómetros hasta Aguascalientes. Allí hicimos noche para subir a Machu Picchu al día siguiente. El viaje en bus fue tedioso. Seis largas horas que aproveché para dormir. Esteban me dejó su hombro para apoyarme. No sabía si recordaba lo que pasó el día anterior, pero... Me daba cosa preguntar. 
En Hidroeléctrica caminamos junto a las vías del tren para ahorrarnos el bus. Conseguimos llegar antes del anochecer. En Aguascalientes dejamos las cosas en el hostal y cenamos en el mercado. Al día siguiente subimos a Machu Picchu por fin. Hicimos fotografías impresionantes. Las vistas eran de infarto. La panorámica y las ruinas hicieron que mereciese la pena. No me podía creer todo lo que estaba viendo. ¡Qué suerte que, que tienen Ainois y, y sus amigos, ¿no? Sí, la verdad es que sí, pero bueno, así estamos un poquito más cerca. Exacto. Okay, so in this chapter of our, our story, there are quite a number of interesting idiomatic expressions, and we'll talk about them as we go through it. Marina, would you like to read each of the sentences, and then we'll talk about what's included? Yes, let's start. Nunca pensé que visitar Machu Picchu fuera tan complicado. Right. Even in our first sentence, we've got something interesting here. And it's one of these things that, depending on what kind of level you're at with your Spanish, you may want to just accept it as a piece of vocabulary, or you may want to get into the grammar here. Let's look at what uh, Ainhoa says. Nunca pensé que visitar Machu Picchu. Let's take it up to there. So, nunca pensé, I never thought que visitar Machu Picchu, that to visit Machu Picchu fuera tan complicado. Now, fuera is part of the verb ser. So if it's something to do with to be, then what she's saying is, I never thought that visiting Machu Picchu would be so complicated. But Marina, this is an imperfect subjunctive, isn't it? Eso es. Puede sonar un poco complicado, pero realmente si aprendemos cómo funciona la estructura, siempre es igual. Así que lo que sí debemos recordar es que podemos ver fuera o fuese. Okay, so we've got two versions of this imperfect subjunctive, fuera or fuese. So in this kind of construction, it's always the same. It just, you, you just need to make the choice between fuera or fuese. I never thought that doing this would be so complicated. Now, in English, we use a would be. But could we say that in Spanish? Could we say, nunca pensé que visitar Machu Picchu sería tan complicado? Sí, también sería correcto. Well, there we have it. So we've got the option. We can go for the complicated, or the slightly complicated, imperfect subjunctive, or we can just use a nice conditional. I never thought that visiting Machu Picchu would be so complicated. However, there's one other thing I want to pick up on here, and that's that visitar. In English, when we say, I never thought that visiting Machu Picchu would be so complicated, we're using a gerund form, the ing form of the verb in English. However, in Spanish, aquí tenemos que utilizar el infinitivo, ¿verdad? Sí, siempre el infinitivo. Y este es uno de los errores más comunes. Confundir este uso de infinitivo con una forma en gerundio. Exacto. So it's one of the most common errors that students make. So just watch out for that. When you're looking at an ing form in English, there's a high likelihood you're going to be looking at the infinitive in Spanish. Okay, let's continue on. Menos mal que Esteban era un loco de la organización y había planeado el viaje de P a Pa. 
Okay, so I love this. Uh, menos mal que Esteban era un loco de la organización. So thank goodness, or at least, or I think thank goodness works well. Thank goodness that Esteban was a, a, literally a mad person of organization. He was crazy about organization. Y había planeado el viaje, and he had planned the journey de pe a pa. Mm, una expresión muy interesante, ¿no? Sí, es muy interesante y muy útil. ¿Se puede decir en, en otras palabras? Sí, lo que significa realmente es con detalle. Entonces, cuando haces algo de pe a pa, es que cuidas absolutamente todos los detalles. Ok, so you look after all of the details. In English, we could say he had planned the journey from A to Z or from start to finish or the beginning uh, to the end or just something like really thoroughly uh, or in detail. ¿Hay otra expresión en español que podemos utilizar? Sí, podríamos decir, por ejemplo, de cabo a rabo. Ok, so de cabo a rabo, from head to tail, as it were. De cabo a rabo. Pero a mí me gusta de pe a pa. Sí, a mí me gusta más también. Y he estado leyendo un poco sobre el origen de esta expresión y parece que viene de muy, muy antiguo, de cuando ni siquiera existía la imprenta. Ok, so let's pause there. So this comes from when the printing didn't exist. Y había copistas o escribanos que escribían las palabras y para demostrar que era una copia fiel, al final escribían de palabra a palabra, que después okay. fue de P a P. Ok, so these were scribes who were copying out pages of ancient manuscripts, and when they completed one page, they would write at the bottom uh, de P a P. P, so from, the, from P to P, and the P standing, stood there for palabra, de palabra a palabra, and uh, this in time has become de P a pa. So there we go. Eso es. I love it. Okay, let's continue on. Había barajado varias opciones, y como queríamos hacer un viaje de bajo presupuesto, cogimos la opción más dura. Okay, now this is an interesting word, barajar. Barajar, if something, uh, well, I, I always think of barajar linked to Barajas, the airport in, in Madrid, and I don't know whether there's any link there at all. But if you were considering the options of whether to fly to Madrid or Barcelona or Malaga or some other city in Spain, then maybe that will help you remember that barajar means to consider, to mull over, to, yeah, to look at different options. Yes, and it comes from like when we're playing cards, when you mix the cards, what we say in Spanish is barajar las cartas. So when you mix them and you have various like cards to play, like it's like the ideas you have. Okay, so um, shuffling the cards in, in English, barajar, but again, we can use it in this different way. We, we shuffled various options, we, 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 we considered various options, uh, or here, actually, what uh, I know is saying is, había barajado varias opciones. So she's still talking about Esteban, he had considered various options, y... Como queríamos hacer un viaje de bajo presupuesto, and since we wanted to do a journey or to make a journey of, of low budget, uh, we, we wanted to keep things uh, within our budget, cogimos la opción más dura. We went for the 
most hard option. So we went for the most difficult one. Let's find out exactly what that difficult one entailed. Nos despertamos pronto para tomar el minibus a Hidroeléctrica, donde caminamos algo más de 10 kilómetros hasta Aguas Calientes. Allí hicimos noche para subir a Machu Picchu al día siguiente. Okay, so quite a long sentence they're giving us this uh, journey that they, they undertook. And some interesting names of places. Uh, first of all, Hidroeléctrica, literally meaning hydroelectric. And I believe it's the location of a, a power station. Yes, it's a place, it's like Central Hidroeléctrica. And then Aguas Calientes, which literally means hot waters. Yes, actually, Aguas Calientes es el nombre de que le dan a Machu Picchu Pueblo. Entonces, el pueblo de Machu Picchu se llama Aguascalientes. Ok, so Aguascalientes, the last place that you can stay before you get to Machu Picchu. So it's sometimes called Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu Pueblo, or something like that. And Machu Picchu itself literally means old mountain, I believe, in Quechua. Eso es, sí. Perfecto. Ok, so let's go back and find out what Ainhoa said about this. She said, Nos despertamos pronto. We got up early, or we woke up early, para tomar el minibus a Hidroeléctrica, to take the minibus to Hidroeléctrica, donde caminamos algo más de 10 kilómetros hasta Aguas Calientes, where we walked algo más de 10 kilómetros, something more than, a little more than 10 kilómetros, hasta Aguas Calientes, as far as Aguas Calientes. Y allí hicimos noche para subir a Machu Picchu, al día siguiente. And there we literally spent the night, we made night, hacer noche, we've looked at before, para subir a Machu Picchu al día siguiente, in order to climb or to go up Machu Picchu the next day, al día siguiente. El viaje en bus fue tedioso. Seis largas horas que aproveché para dormir. Okay, so the journey in bus, the, the bus journey was tedious, it was boring. Seis largas horas, so six long hours, que aproveché para dormir, that I took advantage of in order to sleep, that I used to sleep, basically. Something interesting here is sometimes when, we, when people are learning Spanish, they ask me, and do we place the adjective always after, like here we have seis largas horas, and normally when we have the adjective before the noun, it's just like letting us know that these are long hours. So it's emphasizing these long hours. So we could have had here seis horas largas, but that maybe is not emphasizing as much on the fact that they were really long and boring, yeah? Mm -hmm, that's it. Okay, muy bien. Okay, let's find out uh, the next thing that happens. It's getting a little bit interesting. Esteban me dejó su hombro para apoyarme. No sabía si recordaba o no lo que pasó el día anterior. Pero me daba cosa preguntar. Okay, a fantastic expression there at the end. But let's just go back to the beginning. Esteban me dejó su hombro para apoyarme. Literally... Esteban let me his shoulder to support me. Okay, basically he's letting her put his uh, her, put her head on his shoulder. Apoyar a alguien is to support someone. 
Okay, then she goes on, no sabía si recordaba lo que pasó el día anterior. This is quite interesting because we don't have any subjects in here. As we know, Spanish verbs can be used without subjects uh, or subject pronouns at least. But no sabía si recordaba. I don't know if he remembered. Okay, yo no sabía si él recordaba. Of course, uh, we know that Esteban was enjoying the, the, the Cuzco beer and he was flirting a bit with, with uh, Ainhoa, but she's not sure if he remembers that that had happened. Lo que pasó el día anterior, what happened the previous day. Pero, and this is a great expression, me daba cosa preguntar. So, uh, Marina, you'll need to help us understand dar cosa a hacer algo. Sí, además esta es una expresión como muy actual. La gente joven la utiliza muchísimo y es muy útil, pues cuando quieres decir que algo te da vergüenza, puedes decir me da cosa. So it gives you vergüenza, which would be embarrassment. You would be embarrassed by something, um, but you can say me da, me, me da cosa. It gives me thing, literally. It's when you kind of feel a little bit awkward. Um, it would be a bit weird to ask him. Um, I didn't want to ask him. I would be embarrassed to ask him. Something like that. Yes, and I'm thinking that because this is a bit like general, maybe if you feel something is a bit disgusting or you don't like the texture or something, you uh -huh. could also say, mm, I don't really want to touch it. Me da un poco de cosa. Me da un poco de cosa. Okay. Could you say there, me da un poco de asco? Sí. Es parecido, pero quizás asco es un poco más fuerte. Mm -hmm. Okay. So disgust. Asco is, is disgust, but you can use cosa in that sense. I've never heard it used like that, so that's good. I'm learning something today. Excellent. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a moment to look at the rest of this passage. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. 
So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. Today we are visiting Machu Picchu in Peru with Ainhoa, Luisa and Esteban. And they're just about to head up towards Machu Picchu. So let's continue our text, Marina. Sí, que está muy emocionante. En hidroeléctrica caminamos junto a las vías del tren para ahorrarnos el bus. Okay, so en hidroeléctrica caminamos junto a las vías del tren. So we walked literally beside the train lines. They walked along the train lines. Para ahorrarnos el bus. This literally means to save ourselves the bus. So what they're saying there is to save having the expense of the bus. Marina, tell us a little bit about ahorrar and ahorrarse, because here we've got ahorrarse, ¿no? Sí, utilizamos ahorrarse cuando evitamos tener que pagar algo. En este caso, por ejemplo, el ticket del bus. Podríamos decir... Si hay un descuento especial, pues te ahorras el 20%, por ejemplo. Por otra parte, tenemos el verbo ahorrar. En este caso sería algo como to save money, ahorrar dinero. Yeah, the, the tricky thing, I think, for, from the English speaker's point of view, is that to save money can mean going to the bank and putting in that money to save it for a rainy day. But to save money is also what you do when you get that 10% discount. So the, the the tricky thing is in English to know whether to save money is going to be ahorrar, that means going to the bank and putting the money in, or ahorrarse, where you're getting that discount where you're, you're or you're, you're saving the expense of doing something. In this case, they're saving the expense of taking the bus. A little bit tricky, pero bueno. Let's continue. Conseguimos llegar... Antes del anochecer. Okay, so we managed to get there before uh, nightfall, anochecer. Um, and uh, conseguir hacer algo to manage to do something, to succeed in doing something. En aguas calientes dejamos las cosas en el hostal y cenamos en el mercado. Okay, so the variety in aguas calientes. En aguas calientes dejamos las cosas en el hostal. We left our things in the hostel y cenamos en el mercado, and we ate in the market. Al día siguiente, subimos a Machu Picchu por fin. Okay, so, al día siguiente, on the next day, the next day, subimos a Machu Picchu por fin. We finally got up to Machu Picchu. Hicimos fotografías impresionantes. 
las vistas eran de infarto. Okay, so hicimos fotografías impresionantes. We took some impressive photos. Las vistas eran de infarto. Now, un infarto is a heart attack, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so the views were, I guess, to die for, we could say in English. Um, but you can say something, es de infarto, and it means it's absolutely mind-blowing. It's, it's amazing. Yes, or when you want to say that something is exaggerated too, because we can't say, for example, she was wearing unos tacones de infarto. Imagine a super high heels. Okay. So you can say that too. Right. So, and, and does that mean they're too high? Are you passing judgment on them? Or are you just saying, wow, they are so high? Wow, they are so high. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There we go. So, tacones de infarto. Or vistas aquí de infarto. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that you don't wear tacones de infarto para subir a Machu Picchu, however. <laughs> no, es un muy buen consejo. <laughs> okay. La panorámica y las ruinas hicieron que mereciese la pena. Right. This is tricky. La panorámica, the, the view, the panoramic view, y las ruinas and the ruins... Hicieron que, so that's from the verb hacer, they made that, mereciese la pena. Now, merecer la pena means to be worth it, to, to be worth the bother, to be worth the pain, literally. Or to merit the pain, if we're going to be really literal here. However, hicieron que mereciese la pena. That mereciese is another imperfect subjunctive. And it comes from the fact that They made that it do something. It's kind of like saying, I want you to do something. In English, I want you to do something. In Spanish, I want that you do subjunctive something. So, I want that you do something would be... Quiero que hagas algo. Okay, so far so good. What about I wanted that you did something? Quería que hicieras algo. So, there we've got quería, imperfect que hicieras algo, that you do something or that you did something in the imperfect subjunctive. So, I wanted that you did something. I wanted you to do something. And now, I made you do something. Te hice que hicieras algo. Now, that's quite a strange sentence. I made you do something. But, te hice que hicieras algo. It's the same construction. I made that you did something using the imperfect subjunctive. And that's what we've got here. The ruins and the view made that it was worth the pain. It merited the pain. It sounds really strange to, to say that in English. But in English, we'd say something like the view and the ruins uh, made it worth the while or something like that. La panorámica y las ruinas hicieron que mereciese la pena. Of course, this could also have been with a different imperfect subjunctive ending. Mereciera. Perfecto. No me podía creer todo lo que estaba viendo. Okay, no me podía creer. I couldn't believe todo lo que estaba viendo. All that I was seeing. Now, when we say I, I couldn't believe it, you would say no me lo podía creer. I could not believe it. But here... It's not it, it's everything that I was seeing. No me podía creer todo lo que estaba viendo. Everything I was seeing. Muy bien, muy bien, muy interesante. 
there have been quite a number of tricky things in this particular passage. And I really would stress, don't worry too much, especially about these subjunctives. If you're not at that stage, as you're listening to this, don't worry at all. These will all become clear as as you travel through your your journey of, of learning Spanish. Instead, look at them as bits of vocabulary and see how much you understand. Marina, ¿vamos a escuchar otra vez el texto? Sí, vamos a escucharlo. Nunca pensé que visitar Machu Picchu fuera tan complicado. Menos mal que Esteban era un loco de la organización y había planeado el viaje de P a Pa. Había barajado varias opciones y, como queríamos hacer un viaje de bajo presupuesto, cogimos la opción más dura. Nos despertamos pronto para tomar el minibús a hidroeléctrica, donde caminamos algo más de 10 kilómetros hasta Aguascalientes. Allí hicimos noche para subir a Machu Picchu al día siguiente. El viaje en bus fue tedioso. Seis largas horas que aproveché para dormir. Esteban me dejó su hombro para apoyarme. No sabía si recordaba lo que pasó el día anterior, pero... Me daba cosa preguntar. En hidroeléctrica caminamos junto a las vías del tren para ahorrarnos el bus. Conseguimos llegar antes del anochecer. En Aguascalientes dejamos las cosas en el hostal y cenamos en el mercado. Al día siguiente subimos a Machu Picchu por fin. Hicimos fotografías impresionantes. Las vistas eran de infarto. La panorámica y las ruinas hicieron que mereciese la pena. No me podía creer todo lo que estaba viendo. That's it for another episode of the Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries. We hope that you're enjoying this journey around Peru. And next time we're moving on... Continuing Peru, but also moving on to another country um, when we're going to be visiting the Lake Titicaca, um, which I think is uh, is another amazing place. Now, if you'd like to find out more about this episode and indeed all the episodes of those travel diaries, you can head over to the Coffee Break Academy where we have the lesson notes and vocabulary and additional examples of the words and phrases that we've covered in this lesson. There's also the video version of each episode, which will help you practice your pronunciation as you read along with Ainoa. All of that is at coffeebreakacademy.com. And don't forget that you can follow the travel diaries on Instagram too. Each week, we're posting photos of the amazing places visited by Ainoa, Luisa and Esteban on the Coffee Break Languages Instagram account. Perhaps you've been to some of these places too. Let us know. Search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram and we look forward to your comments. Do let us know if you've been able to visit Machu Picchu. I will be very jealous if that is the case. Someday, someday I will get there. Iremos, seguro que sí. Sí, 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 sí. Un, un viaje coffee break, ¿no? Sí, sí, por favor. Pues entonces, muchas gracias y hasta muy pronto. Hasta pronto. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. 
Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.